0: الحمد لله نحمده ونشكره ونستعينه ونستغفره ونتوب اليه ان الله يصلون على النبي يا ايها الذين امنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما نشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد ان محمدا we praise god for all that he has given us we thank him for protecting us, for sustaining us, for developing us, for giving us each other, for giving us the means to be secure, for giving us this Islamic center and this community to protect one another, to help one another, and to give us the means to offer our purifying dues for those in need, and for a higher cause, for a purpose in this life that makes our lives meaningful. We ask for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to continue to shower his blessings on the Prophet Muhammad, peace and blessings be upon him, and his family, and the companions. And we bear witness that there is no God but the one God, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and that Muhammad is his messenger and his servant. In this historic time, we, in about four days' time, inshallah, will have the most historic, momentous, impacting vote in this country. Already, some 65 or 70 million people have already casted their ballots in the elections. And so it behooves us as American Muslims, as Americans, to demand that this election be done with transparency, with safeguards, and with the insurance that every American will be given that right to vote. And so Let us ask five questions for us as American Muslims. The first question is, why vote? You get that sometimes. It was more a decade ago or two decades ago. People would ask, why are you voting? This is an impure system. This is a bunch of crooks out there. Why should we vote? in this process? The simple answer is that if you pay your taxes, and most of us pay our taxes, uh, except for a few political leaders that will remain unnamed, Um, if we pay our taxes, then we are part of the system. And our tax dollars go to the system in terms of delivering services to the people. And we as Muslims, must ensure that those tax dollars, our tax dollars, go towards Islamic purposes, Islamic values of justice, of establishing equity, of taking care of the vulnerable, of mercy, of compassion. That is our responsibility and there is no better way to do that than to elect and select people who will tell us that they will do Exactly that. They will use our tax dollars in the purposes that we define are appropriate. And that is our democratic system, basically. But it is also an Islamic process of electing people so they can do the job. As the Quran says, Obey God, obey His Messenger, and those of whom have been entrusted authority. So there's a process of entrustment in Islam. There is a democratic process to make sure that when we respect the authority, when we pledge allegiance to this constitution and to this flag, it is based on the values, not based on the personality of who is in charge. The second question people would ask, You know, we're only 1% of the population. We're a small group. What difference does it make? Well, in 2000, the election was determined by 537 votes in the state of Florida. In 2016, Michigan was determined by 0.3% of the electorate. Wisconsin was determined by 0.7% of those who were voting. In 1960, Uh, another historic election between John F. Kennedy and Richard Milhouse Nixon, that election was determined by about 100,000 votes nationwide, which basically amounted to one vote per precinct. So yes, this election is going to count for everyone, even if you're only 1%. In fact, 1% can be the determining factor in this election and so we have to take that uh, into consideration and we will make a difference and for those who say well they're just a bunch of crooks the prophet Muhammad was not dealing with boy scouts in Mecca he was dealing with people who were violating the principles of justice on a daily basis Yet, he engaged, and he worked, and he developed a system, and he converted people from enemies to friends. And as the Quran says, you had hostility with them, and God has now instilled affection between your hearts. And so, how is that important for us? Is let us not focus so much on the personalities, on the groups, on the political rhetoric. Let us focus on the aim and the goal of what we are trying to do and we will pick up allies in the process. And let us work to purify the system. If there is systemic racism, then let us purify that so that there is systemic equality and equity. The third question is, is it safe to vote? And that is the question that many people are asking these days. And the short answer is yes, it is safe, because the disturbances that will occur will be rare. The objective of certain groups that want to scare people is exactly that. They want to use small number of events, a few events here and there, to scare everybody from voting. And so people will say, I'm gonna stay home, I'm not going to vote. That is a form of voter suppression. That is a form of intimidating people from going out and actually casting their ballots. And therefore, MPAC and the Islamic Center of Southern California have resources for people who see or who are uh, witnessing or experiencing uh, any kind of voter intimidation. Uh, any kind of Of scare tactics at the polling places and so we're asking you to call us and we will get the proper authorities to deal with that situation and in general at this point it is better to drop your ballot if you haven't mailed it already it is better to drop your ballot at the ballot box at a precinct uh, rather than mailing it because if it's too late it may not get counted The fourth question is, um, you know, beyond who's running for, for president, what does it matter? This election is not just about who runs the White House. This election is about who's going to occupy the U.S. Congress, the U.S. Senate. The Congress is elected every two years. A third of the Senate is elected every two years so we may see a whole new Congress in this upcoming election. Moreover, local elections are critical. We don't pay much attention to the state legislatures, our state house and our state uh, senate, but the state legislature has the power to draw the district lines for each election every 10 years. After the census, the state house goes and determines the voting districts. And you may have heard a term called gerrymandering, where you would have uh, the powers that be draw the line so that minorities are sliced up into four or five or six different sections so that, even though they may live in a certain area, they do not have the impact in that area. They're split uh, among three or four or five different voting districts. So voting for the state legislature is as critical as voting for the federal offices. And in California, the county, we have something called Measure J, where funds will be allocated for more rehabilitation, social and public health services, and diverted from punitive approaches to social problems. These are the issues that we should pay attention to as much as who's gonna be the president for the next four years. The fifth issue then, is transparency and accountability. How do we ensure that? Brothers and sisters, our work begins after the election. It doesn't matter who wins. Maybe our approach and our access is going to be different. However, the agenda of Islam in America will remain the same. Our work for Islam in America should intensify after the election to advocate for accountability of these elected leaders to ensure that they are serving the will of the people. And it needs civil society to ensure it. Otherwise, these people who work behind uh, the, the uh, closed doors, away from the camera, will make decisions that will impact us and we will not be able to hold them accountable. So it is not just a horse race Our work starts right after November 3rd. So we pray for peace and unity of our country in this divisive time. We pray for a peaceful transition of power uh, regardless of who wins. We pray that our democracy will continue in a peaceful manner. The Prophet Muhammad gave us the sunnah of peaceful transition of power when he provided his companions the means to selecting his successor. Abu Bakr, Omar, Uthman, Ali, radiallahu anhum, all were selected and developed a peaceful transition of power each and every step of the way. That is the sunnah of the Prophet Muhammad, sallallahu alayhi wa and that is the feature of democracy. Now, as we're dealing with so much tumult and turmoil in this rancorous time, we also have to understand something else that the Quran tells us. The Quran tells us in the story of Aisha when she was slandered for adultery, even though she knew that she was innocent. And she demanded that her innocence was proven or um, um uh, ordered to the rest of the community allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the quran that may be a bad thing but there is something good for you because you are now becoming an example of how to reform your society and in this time even though we see rancor we see a lot of intimidation and there is fear the rise of militias for example is something that we're very concerned about. But what is good about it? Well, I bet that each and every one of us is not taking our vote for granted. Each and every one of us is not taking our freedom for granted. The demise of democracy is when we take democracy for granted in our society. And so, even though there are many bad things going uh, around, there is some good in that something very, very good and critical for our country. Again, what we're seeing these days, 65, 70 million votes already casted. We will probably have one of the highest voter turnouts in our election, in our electoral history. It's amazing that we have a democracy when we see only 20 or 30 percent voter turnout. And yet we see other countries that have not had freedom or democracy when they vote we see them having 70 or 80% voter turnout. That should be the goal that we are aiming for in this election and every election after that. Something else that the Prophet Muhammad said, and it relates back to the way his companions had developed that process uh, of successor uh, to uh, him and his authority, alayhi salatu salam, he was reported to have said, the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu was reported to have said, allaha la ummati ala wa yadu allahi ma'al jama'a in other words, my ummah will never make a mistake. And the hand of God will be over my community. Um, the people. And That in and of itself is telling us that the power of the people is a means of auto correction whenever there is a deviation. The power of our vote is the means to correcting the wrongs that we've seen throughout uh, our, our history, whether it is blanket surveillance of communities, racial injustice in terms of national security matters, dealing with the issue of the travel ban where we're denying these refugees their rights and immigration is viewed with a racial lens all these issues can be corrected by our participation a- and so democracy is also a form of the will of god people are the auto correction auto correction of any mistake that's if we take the responsibility and take guidance from God, insha'Allah. As the Quran says in Surah number 5, Al Ma'idah, verse number 105 Ya yuladhina amanu alaykum anfusukum, anfusakum, la yaddurrukum men dullah iza ahadaytum. O you who believe, O you who want to attain to faith, you are accountable only for yourselves. Take the responsibility is what the Quran is saying. Take responsibility of the situation even if you're not responsible for the problem. Nothing will harm you. It will not be forced upon you any harm if you choose to be rightly guided. In other words, if you take the Quranic words at heart and manifest them, transform them throughout yourself and work for them. And they are the words in the Quran that talk about our values of Islam. They are the values of justice, the values of mercy, and the values of compassion. It is, at the end of the day, a process of developing our own consciousness And developing our God consciousness. And people will ask, well what's taqwa got to do with elections? My answer is everything. If we don't have a voting electorate that is developing that consciousness, God consciousness, then it is no wonder that elections and turnouts and outcomes are not aligned with our values. And therefore, we must work on it ourselves, as the Quran says, if we are greatly guided And take responsibility, nothing will harm us. That's what this Quranic verse is telling us and therefore we should we we must work with the ethics uh, of Islam and the Quran with ourselves and be merciful to one another, be forgiving to one another, be just with one another and then we can stand more firmly as we rise in helping our country the United States of America move towards the path of justice inshallah. Udu Rabbakum. <makes> Alhamdulillah, wa la ilaha <in peace> illallah, was salatu was salamu ala rasulillah. Today we had a multi-faith prayer through Zoom and Facebook uh, here at the Islamic Center of Southern California. And many people were giving the prayers for unity of our country and for peace of our country. And let me share with you what some of these rabbis and reverends and priests and imams and leaders uh, of our Islamic Center said. They said, voting is a holy act. It is a sacred act, and therefore we must protect it and work for voting security. And some of these religious leaders will be monitors and report any kind of irregularity of people who are trying to vote if they're intimidated uh, or uh, if they're harmed in any way. And again, I ask you if you see that or hear of something, call the Islamic Center or MPAC, and we will get the proper authorities to deal with that situation. They also said, these leaders, they pray for the healing of our country after the election. We are a very divided country. There is no work between the two different parties or the different uh, groups on many issues. You can see now everything is voted along party lines. And sometimes it's not even party over country, it's person over party over country. And so we're asking and praying for the healing of our country after this election, and any transition would be peaceful in our democracy. And the third thing is, as John Lewis said, voting is the most powerful tool in the work of nonviolence. Voting is the most powerful tool in the work of nonviolence. Voting is our way of creating and affecting change in our society. And I also noticed that LeBron James, uh, the Laker, Los Angeles Laker basketball superstar, right after he won the NBA finals, he went right to work and started making videos about telling people to get out and vote. That was his way of dealing with the tragedies that we've seen too often in Minneapolis in Kenosha, in Atlanta, in Louisville, and in so many other areas. It's about electing the right people and holding them accountable to serve our interests as the people. And therefore, this is something that is definitely within Islam and definitely something within our democracy. It is about Islamic values. It's about American values. It's about human values. They are all identical. And then you ask, well, what should we do? When I go to the Quran and I see what uh, Prophet Shuraib uh, salam said, when he told his people, and, and this is in uh, Surah Al-Hud, uh, Surah 1188. He basically said uh, in the Quran, as it, it quotes him, عَوْدُ بِاللَّهِ مِنَ الشَّيْطَانِ He He says, <coughs> and what that means is all I want is for to repair, to bring what is right, to make things right in our society to the extent that I am able to. That's what we do. If voting is all we do, that's what we must do. If we could do more, then let us do more. We do what God is making us able to do. That is our requirement. And every little thing counts at this time. Therefore, the voting responsibility to me uh, and to us at the Islamic Center and at the Muslim Public Affairs Council is paramount in fulfilling our Islamic duty. So we pray, O Allah, that all of our community members and our society are protected in this time of division and rancor. We pray, O Allah, s- uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that we remain a united country and that we heal after this election. We pray, O Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to bring this society closer to your value of justice, mercy, and compassion. We pray, O Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that we be among those who are the righteous, we be among those who are truthful. We be among those who are striving for your cause we be among those who have purpose in life and deliver by serving humanity that you have created we pray O oh Allah that our young people take pride in who they are as Muslims in our society and lead us towards Islam in America for the future